This morning's housing market index, a decent little improvement from the previous reading at a time where home builders have been pulling back on the charts and we got a cut guidance from DR Horton. Let's bring in our panelists, talk some housing. George Ratu is a senior economist at Realtor.com and Brad Hunter is the president at Hunter Housing Economics. Brad, get us started here. The housing market index looked decent this morning. But we've also got some outlook getting shaved off by DR Horton. So what's kind of our baseline we should be working off when thinking about where home builders go from here? Sure. Home builder confidence is very high. The reading came in at 76. Um, and remember, builders were trying to slow down sales and slow down demand. And they are seeing sales paces downshift. But they've gone from insane to just strong. Uh, and then <laughs> the other things that are going on, Lumber prices have come down dramatically, but it's still hard to source certain materials and uh, certain appliances and so on. So that's still a challenge. Uh, lot supplies are still a challenge, although the builders are loading up on lots. Okay, so going from uh, uh, insane to good, basically, I think is a good way to kind of compartmentalize how housing got so hot. What do you see in your data, George, at realtor.com? So Oliver, we're seeing a market looking towards a new normal. Uh, to your point, we have seen an incredible progression over this past year, right? With real estate really um, keeping abreast of developments as the economy rebounded, we saw a swift rebound last year, followed by a frenzied pace over the winter and early spring. The big news for real estate markets is homeowners are ready to move on with their pandemic delayed plans and they are listing their homes for sale. In August alone, we saw 430,000 new listings on Realtor.com and that has an immediate impact on prices. After almost a year of double digit price growth, we are finally seeing prices for existing homes enter into single digit territory. So there are about 8.6, uh, 9.6% over the last two months. A hmm. huge relief for a lot of buyers. So this is relief for many because there weren't enough houses out there. Uh, and the ones that were for many, the prices went up so quickly, they got priced out of those houses. Uh, George, does this mean that we can get rid of any fears that this was a runaway 2007, you know, bubble style building? I mean, it seems like the air is already coming out a little bit. Absolutely. In fact, I know a lot of questions this year have swirled around the fact, are we in a housing bubble? Are we seeing a repeat of 2005, 2008, roughly that period? The short answer is not really, partly because we are not overbuilt. In fact, a, yeah. a recent research report we just put out shows that over the last decade, we have severely underbuilt for the population growth. In fact, our numbers show we are roughly short about 5.2 million new homes. Think about the fact that millennials, the largest generation in US history, has come of age during this decade. We are now, over the next three years, a peak millennial. 4.8 million millennials are turning 30 every year. Hmm. That's a huge tailwind for housing. The only problem is they really cannot find homes to buy, whether it's new or existing. And that's before we even talk about the really high prices, right? Talk about sticker shop. That's what they're getting right now. Brad, what do you see in terms of uh, how that uh, pricing dynamic will influence the demand side, right? If the uh, error starts to come out of pricing, then I guess that could bring a wave of demand that wasn't uh, there at those elevated levels. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got this situation with a drastic undersupply and uh, extreme growth in demand as the millennials are starting to have uh, babies and start families. And I agree with George that the bubble was uh, of the 2000s was driven by interest-only loans and negative amortization loans. Those don't really exist in the market anymore. Uh, the only one similarity is the FOMO or momentum buying aspect, and, and that's starting to fade a bit. So now instead of 40 offers on a home, agents are seeing eight or nine offers. But let's talk about the home builders. Housing starts are out tomorrow at 8.30. I'm already looking past that report to the trend for 2022. We're on course for a significant increase next year. Uh, you know, we're, the builders are enjoying strong pricing power and margins right now, and they're plowing those profits back into land. Uh, they've been on a frantic buying spree all year. We're looking for uh, uh, big increases in owned and option lots among all the builders, and, and that's going to result in higher starts next year and, and after. Next year, we're going to get uh, an update tomorrow on housing starts. So what should we be looking for? Do you think uh, any insight into how the short-term picture is looking here, Brad? Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably get a, an uptick tomorrow, but I think that the important thing is to look past month on month and, and just keep looking at the future. I think that the demand is uh, exceeding supply. The builders are now struggling to, to keep up. You know, uh, the, the number one uh, supply issue in my mind is lots. And, um, you know, the public announcements, you total them all up, there's been a 35% increase versus a year ago in lots that are owned and optioned by the public home builders. Hmm. And that just is a perfect telltale sign of increased starts to come. Wow. Uh, Georgia, at Realtor.com, do you have insight into a way to characterize that kind of uh, eagerness of the buyer? For a long time, there were folks uh, buying uh, homes uh, sight unseen. We've heard stories about it. Like, can you see how quickly the process is going? Is that uh, zealousness still there uh, by the uh, uh, the user at, at Realtor.com? Absolutely. In fact, based on our traffic data, based on market indicators, we're tracking them weekly. We are seeing demand very strong. For in fact, for many buyers who, particularly during the summer months when many families are active, right? They try to squeeze in buying a home between two academic years. So there's a lot of competition. Now that that's settled, kids are back in school. A lot of the buyers, particularly first-time buyers uh, who are looking at the market are still active. And in fact, based on our research, looking historically at which months show uh, less competition, price reductions, uh, lots of new supply, we're seeing October, uh, the first week in October, in fact, is the best time to buy. And that's pretty much showing up many first-time buyers trying to leverage these historic low mortgage rates are still very much active on our website and in the markets. Hmm. And to your point, competition is lessening, right? From the peak back in March when we had you know, 80 offers on one of the houses that was written about in the press, we're down to maybe five to eight or so. So okay. I see that as a real positive for first time buyers. Okay, and so uh, George, last point there to follow up on what Brad mentioned, uh, uh, strong starts. It sounds like you might be in the same camp then that uh, there is maybe uh, another pickup to be had here in terms of the new homes getting built. I certainly think so. And in fact, to me, the other item that stands out, look at California. It just passed legislation to amend zoning. That's one obstacle many home builders have actually had to calculate as part of their development costs. A lot of uh, expenses there. We're seeing municipalities across the country and states take a second look. I think that tailwinds are at the back 
for home builders. All right. Sounds like we've got some agreement here among our guests. Uh, Brad, thanks. George, thank you guys. Really good conversation on a uh, day where maybe we could use a little uh, optimism. I think we got it. George Ranto is a senior economist at Realtor.com. Brad Hunter, president at Hunter Housing Economics. Really good conversation, gentlemen.